Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Uh, your charcuterie class, mm-hmm. which was fucking hilarious, because you were in it, and I was watching it, <laughs> and fucking drunk ladies abounded. <laughs> There's, um, they're they're going to do that once a month now. There was a cut finger immediately mm. on the rewheel. Nice. Um, I learned... You saw my, I learned from you guys. I made a charcuterie board. I saw your little stars. Those are super cute. Um, I didn't realize how sticky Brie was. And oh, I was yeah. like gently trying to push the stars out. Yeah. And then I had no place to put the stars. It's, it so it just bad. got stacked on top. Anyway, um, the teacher was so chipper. She'd make a great elementary star school teacher. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very encouraging and funny because the two ladies I was sitting by that cut their fingers, which I think was a mom and a daughter, mm-hmm. like just were free balling it. <laughs> they were not doing anything she asked them to do well they also didn't sit in any of the designated seats that right. already had their shit sitting there yeah yeah Welcome to Drunk Bitches Be Like. I'm Brandy. I'm Mindy. And this is all about two women, a few beers, some tipsy stories, and some drunk ideas. Welcome. So we went on break for December. We did. Um, and, uh, we're recording this first episode of the year. Mm -hmm. Uh, we probably could have recorded it in December, but we went on break in December. We needed a break. Yeah. There was a good chunk of like the holidays. Cause we even, the last time we recorded was the end of November. Mm -hmm. So we took a good, a good solid month and a little bit off cause we had Thanksgiving and Christmas and holidays. And, um, I will say personally, the holidays are always super stressful for me. That's usually the time of year I get cold sores and things, which this year I did not. So fantastic. <laughs> nice. <laughs> fucking herpes. Yeah. I, I always get either like super sick or whatever else. Like, I mean, hell last year I couldn't even participate in Thanksgiving cause I had COVID. So <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. Um, I don't find the holidays too stressful. So we, for, <laughs> for Thanksgiving the first year my dad after my dad passed he passed in um June of 2017 so the first year I was like I'm doing fucking Thanksgiving mom I'm gonna do it uh my husband uh oillessly fried a turkey it turned out fantastic nice I made all the shit turns out uh, Thanksgiving is nothing but carbs. Yeah, a lot of carbs. Um, sweet potatoes, mashed potatoes, corn, yeah. cornbread casserole, cornbread rolls. I think that's green beans. I yeah. think green beans were the only thing, but I but fried even them green and bacon beans, grease. I feel like most people do like green bean casserole too, which is no, also like green bean casserole. See, everywhere I go, it's green bean casserole. So not only is there green beans, but there's green beans in a creamy sauce that has like crunchies on top. And so that's just more carbs. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be offensive, but I'm a person who happens to be white, not a white person. So I don't do green bean casserole. Um, I but I did the whole thing. Like I bought a double, what did they call it? A Dutch. Oh, I bought a Dutch the, that giant fucking the pot? heavy iron pot that's ceramic. It's a Dutch oven. Dutch oven. I bought a Dutch oven to do goddamn sweet potatoes in. Wow. I didn't, I made them yams. Or no, I did, I did sweet potatoes that I made sweet. Mm. Um, I cut them up. 
Wow. I put them in there and you have to. I made my own cranberry sauce. Wow, that's impressive. Like orange juice. And, oh, and I've like, had that before and it's so yummy. Yeah. Although I do love the jelly out of the, je- the like the can. No, <laughs> you just chop it up in and circles. then you slice it. I love that. No, um, so I made all this shit and then every year we've been like, okay, let's split it. And then we had like a keto thing and it was good. And then, um, and at some point during that time frame, like the family broke up and there was some shit that went down. And so just things became a little more weird this year. I ordered dinner from Bob Evans. <laughs> See, I feel like that's okay. So last year when I was, you know, down with COVID and I couldn't participate in any of the Thanksgiving festivities, I had like four different people order me Bob Evans Thanksgiving meals, Aww. which was super lovely. Also, I hate turkey. (laughs) Thanksgiving is literally the only time of year I eat turkey. (laughs) And it's because, you know, it's part of the holiday, whatever. So, um, but they all ordered me like things. I had Thanksgiving dinners for like two weeks because I was down and like Thanksgiving (laughs) was like on the, like Thanksgiving day, I think was like the 14th day of my quarantine, like whatever else. Now, granted, I still had symptoms and like COVID knocked me out for a while. But like I had Thanksgiving dinners for a good two weeks where I could eat other things and I did not because I had leftovers in the fridge. Um, So this year for Thanksgiving, my sister, I feel like, no, was it my sister who did Thanksgiving? No, we did it at my dad's. I ended up passing out because (laughs) I got up early and I went, I went to the bar and then then I went to my family's house and we had Thanksgiving dinner, had turkey and everything else. And then I literally passed out on the couch for like three hours and slept. I was like, all right. Um, So I didn't have to have too much turkey, but for Christmas, my sister got everything from um, honey baked ham. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So like everything came in little whatevers. And so everything just got heated up in the oven and everything. And it was oh, did nice. They have a schedule? Because Bob and uh, Bob and Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Evans came with like a schedule, like put your turkey in now. Oh. Put your ham in here. Oh, no. Put the potatoes in now. I didn't have a schedule. That was like, <laughs> it was so just sorry. like, it came with everything. <laughs> Normally it's brandy with the sinuses. Now I'm dying. <laughs> it's true. Um, but yeah, so she did like the box lunch kind of thing for Christmas, got it delivered and which was nice. But also, uh, my dad was like debating doing, a a primer roast, And I was like, why, why wouldn't you let him do that? Oh, <laughs> my husband did a prime roast, <laughs> prime, prime rib. Prime rib roast. Prime rib roast. Uh, so good. It was, it was like seven ninety nine a pound oh. at Kroger. Oh, really? That's good yeah. price. And I bought, or maybe Meyer. It doesn't matter. I bought it. Meyer. Yeah. Uh, I bought us like a six pound one, something like that. Nice. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Those things are amazing. And my dad makes it so good. And like he was going to buy one for Christmas. And my sister was like, no, I've got honey baked ham coming. And I was like, ham? Prime rib roast. Like, who goes for ham? I like red meat. Like, I love ham. Like, thank God at least it wasn't turkey, but like, you know, ham's good, but like prime rib roast would have been great. Like, that would have, okay, but yeah, no, we had ham and it was delicious. But, so, yeah. how were the uh, nieces, the the nieces, nephews? Nephews. Uh, nephews. nephews. Uh, Sorry, I should know that. Fine. I'm like, how are the children? There's there's kids. They're not mine, so, you know, that's understandable. Uh, no, they were, they were good. Um, for Christmas, they were hilarious. Uh, the youngest one got this little train that you sit on and it goes around in a circle. 
And so the circle was like, I don't know, four foot, like, you know, (laughs) round diameter. (laughs) And it was just like, but the oldest one really liked the train. So he was sitting down there doing the whole thing. I don't know. It was, it was pretty funny um, because so, you know, buying them gifts is always a weird thing because my sister's a very minimalist, doesn't like a lot of stuff in her house. So like buying toys is always hard for them because do they like give away shit before well, they get shit? I want to buy them things. But, you know, my sister's always like, no, we don't want more stuff. They have plenty of toys, whatever. So like for the youngest one, who's like one, he's one. How You're supposed to do this in months. How was it? Twelve. He's 14 months old. All right. So she's like, you know, we need more pacifiers because we constantly lose them. And she needed more of the little plates that are like the sectional ones. And yeah. she was like, you can find ones that stick to the. So I found these like silicone. Oh, the suction things? Yeah. And they suction to the like thing. And they came with a little spoon and a fork. And I was like, all right. So I got him a set of plates. <laughs> and spoon, a spoon and a fork are fucking useless. <laughs> I tell you what, though. This kid, like, and I got the other one, the four-year-old. I got him this construction outfit with a hard hat and goggles and everything else i thought he'd love because he likes dressing up uh the one-year-old loved the plates like he was pulling that shit out of the bag and he was playing (laughs) with the plates he had the spoon in his mouth like most of christmas day like he's just playing with plates and like the spoon the entire day and i was like you know i really underestimated like the value of a fucking plate with some suction cups on it That's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're fun to be around and everything, but I miss, just... I miss the kids being little because, well, so I don't, uh, at this point I'll get to see, uh, one niece, one nephew because they're underage. So once they turn 18, I'll get to see them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, cause they're just counting the fucking days till they can see Aunt Minga and Nana. So, but the one that lives with Nana, um, I was like, what do you want? And she was telling me, oh, by the way, our boyfriend's gift is coming in soon. Uh, when you order shit from China. Oh, yeah. Takes a while. Yeah, it does. Um, and she, they didn't tell me until like Saturday before Christmas. I was like, ah, your boyfriend should, will be here in three weeks because it's <laughs> literally on a slow boat from China. <laughs> and um, it might get held up off the coast. You never know. <laughs> they're expensive when they get older. Yeah. She was like, I like pack sun jeans. Oh, God. And someplace else so I was she told me she likes mom jeans which is the thing with the kids yeah I don't understand <coughs> it I like some high high rise jeans right oh, now yeah full disclosure my jeans are being held together by a rubber band like I'm fucking pregnant in my third <laughs> in my like third month because I put these on and I was like I don't want to be uncomfortable um Christmas was a little rough your Christmas and shit went a little better you've been continuing on your yeah. journey of loss um I have yes it's outstanding I have not uh, although <laughs> the three doctors I've seen in the past month are like your problems are caused by being fat and I was like do you mean my shoulders <laughs> going to get better if I lose all my weight because literally the cardiac doctor said all of your problems will go away if you would just lose weight I was like all of my problems all of them are you I sure bet I'm that? still going to be bipolar <laughs> <laughs> bitch I feel like you don't have a full grasp on all my problems so I was like if you literally mean like uh this blood work and that blood work I get where you're coming from right and then we were very happy to find out that my uh, liver problems weren't from drinking, Yay! just from being fat. Also, so they have they have a valid complaint. Also, a good reason to take off the month of December. There you go. So, uh, yeah, we took off the month of December for that. But um, yeah, the fucking twenty year old is expensive. Yeah, she doesn't even listen to the podcast. <laughs> she doesn't even contribute the ten cents for every ad. <laughs> I don't know 
why. But I bought like jeans and like t-shirts. They're into vintage imitation vintage t-shirts oh, like God. the the shit you get at target that has like the rolling stone shit on it yeah you don't listen to the rolling stones i mm. think she listens to the aerosmith but i don't know that she knows <laughs> shit about aerosmith <laughs> i like how you said the aerosmith the aerosmith <laughs> i love being an old lady at this mm. point <laughs> being 50 is the best thing i'm not 50 yet but it's gonna happen so yeah here's the saddest thing i learned in the past month what when you have your birthday, uh-huh. it is not your 49th birthday. Uh-huh. It is the end of your 49th year. Oh. You are beginning your 50th year. Oh, that's true. So yeah. I am in the midst of my 50th year. Because when you turn one, it's like you finished your first year. Yeah. Yeah. So when you turn 49, you finished your 49th year and you were beginning the year of your goddamn thing I learned. <laughs> God, that's horrible. <laughs> So, uh, mortality check for all of you. Oh, oh, okay. So that means I'm going to start my, uh, 40th year this year. Yeah. When's, when's your birthday? May. May. <laughs> so I'm going to be turning 39, which means I'm going to be starting my 40th year. We're going to put a cash app out for Brandy's birthdays. <laughs> buy us a beer. That's right. Um, do you want us to put a cash app out so you can buy us a beer? Um, if I buy you glass, uh, shoe, shoe uh, glass chalk. Glass chalk. Sure. You know, that you write on your glass with. I think yeah. we should both put, do you know, I've seen those um, bridal party things where they're like, buy the bachelorette a drink oh. at Stephanie's wedding. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have a Venmo. I mean, people can Venmo. <laughs> I think that we should make our own cash map and ve- a cash map, cash, cash app and Venmo that are for, like, for buy drunk bitches a drink. That's right. I like at that. DBBL. <laughs> Buy us a drink. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I feel like we should put it on the back of our cars. All right, everybody. So uh, I'm starting my 40th year this year, and you're starting your 50th year? Yeah, <laughs> so, I'm in the midst of my 50th year. That's right. You're you're in the midst of your 50th year. I'm going to start my 40th year in May, so everybody should buy us a drink. Here you go. Um, I think, I don't know. I think um, we have a follower. I'm going to be like, I don't know how much, Zach, how much Zach would charge us to like have a party at Star City, but I think that Zach should play. It should be the DJ Harper. <laughs> Because he's he's been our I don't know Zach will pay you but still mm-hmm. um, you should be our DJ I like it so hobbies yes. during December uh-huh. have you discovered anything new have you done anything new no I mean I got my cricket back out and did a little bit more cricket work but that's not new that was just I had stored it for a while so I got that back out and discovered a new love for it and uh, because of that my my mother bought me like I don't know 15 new rolls of quick cricket material so like in the new year I really need to start cricketing more um other than that no I'm just working a lot because you know all the jobs I have okay, all the jobs but what you forgot was that I went and did a wine tasting while you did oh, a charcuterie class yes uh so I wouldn't consider this a hobby but it's definitely a new uh, skill I feel like I'm starting to acquire so um one of the local um wine shops down here in Miamisburg they have started doing a charcuterie board class once a month and I like the fact that we discovered <laughs> that I say charcuterie because it has charcuterie. the word in it. <laughs> so we we did some cootering um, and I made a board and I, I believe Mindy posted it on our socials so you can see my lovely board that I did. It, it looks a lot better in the picture than I feel 
like it felt like when I was making it. Um, what sucked is that all the cheese was sweating. <laughs> oh yeah, all the cheese. Well, because you're like sitting there. I feel like you're manhandling everything on a charcuterie board. And now I've watched. Um, so like the 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 lovely owner that owns the wine shop down there. She I've watched her put together charcuterie boards before because she does them herself, like for different events and the wine tasting, whatever. And uh, she always has like you know the like the subway gloves on. They're <laughs> not subway gloves. I don't know what else. Yeah, those call them. little plastic the, the, gloves. Like, plastic gloves. That, you know the food serving gloves. Like she always puts that stuff on and like does everything. Um, but you know when you're making your own charcuterie board and you're in a class, it's not like they hand out gloves because you know it's for you. So you're like manhandling all this and like especially like when we got to the prosciutto, they're like, okay, so we need you to fold it like an accordion. So you're it was like fucking disgusting. Oh my god, it was horrible. And you're like trying to all right. And if nobody knows what prosciutto is, it is very very thinly sliced ham and that has slimy. a lot of fat on it's it. It's slimy. slimy. It is salty. And like they're like fold it like an accordion and then you were supposed to hold it like a bow tie and like fluff it out so like one end of the bow tie it was they wanted the end result to be a rose <laughs> is what i heard yeah but it was it did not look like a rose it seemed slimy it looked like a giant pile of meat that was just <laughs> like <laughs> i will say that uh i went to a new year's eve uh gathering uh, a relatively close-knit gathering and um we both the hostess and myself both made like little snack trays i yeah. called it a charcuterie board but still it was just a little snack tray and she used like uh, prosciutto because she's braver than I am and I was like I don't want to fucking touch it I have texture issues mm. I don't want to fucking touch it I love eating prosciutto and I have had uh, yeah I wanted to eat it oh no it's delicious and in the past I've I had, think I ate everything she yeah. had if you want like a super quick fun little snack with prosciutto take prosciutto and you can rip it into little chunks like so you don't have to be fancy about it and uh, get melon balls like the green melon in the summer really? oh yeah green melon balls wrap a little piece of prosciutto around the green melon ball stick a toothpick through it and just like serve that shit as little like appetizer things and it's the greatest thing ever because the melon ball is like kind of sweet a little bit and the salt in the prosciutto like in the melon mixed together really really well and it goes great with wine so like it's like nice. the perfect little like bite-sized snack for like having it with wine did you guys see um there's a lady and her daughter sitting at the back of the class and they were the only casualty Mm -hmm. But an immediate casualty yeah. Yeah. in the brie cutting. Yeah. So you had to sign waivers before we started the class. Like we had papers. There was a knife signed. involved. There was. The, well, and she gave us two knives because she was like, there was two pairing knives that you got because you were going to slice some cheese and stuff. And it was like, all right, well, if one gets too messy, you can use the other one. Right. Uh, so we had to sign waivers. And as soon as I got handed the waiver, I was like, why am I signing things? And they're like, there's <laughs> knives involved. And I was like, oh, OK, fair enough, whatever. And I didn't see it, but you saw it. And somebody like actually sliced their finger like within the first like five minutes yeah and she was like <laughs> bleeding on brie and i'm like it's your own brie so that's fantastic for you because yeah i didn't want to do it but the teacher was like oh my god so i'm like totally sorry for your finger <laughs> and i love what you're doing with the brie even though it was nothing that she told them to do with the brie <laughs> and i'm like i don't think that she should be uh, yeah. I don't know. Following directions is hard for some people. I think so. They just free balled it the entire time. I mean, you can free ball it a little bit, but like, I feel like, okay, so I get impatient because I... But it's a class. Well, right. It's a class. So sometimes I accomplish things quicker and like she has to make sure everybody in the whole class. And so like when she was having us cut the brie and then she involved cookie cutters, I was like, oh, well, clearly we're going to cookie cutter out some of the, you know, like 
I, I, I kind of know where we're going with this. Right. So I'll start working ahead a little bit, but not like too much. <laughs> you were that fucking kid in I'm school. I'm that kid. <laughs> so, <laughs> I bet you failed that thing where they gave you the sheet oh, no, 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 that no. was like, do the instructions. I always knew that you had to like turn the fucker over and not write anything on it. <laughs> I'd always go to like the last line, read it and be like, yep, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I saw that shit coming a mile away. <laughs> well, she was very encouraging to them. She was funny. Yeah. She had like a very kindergarten school voice she was she very was like, sweet oh if that's what you want to do then you should follow what your heart says <laughs> i was like bitch they fucked your shit up yeah they, they, it looks terrible they're gonna leave and be like oh this is awful this is all your fault but it's not your fault it's their fault because no, they didn't follow right? any instructions <laughs> and she was like wrapping everybody's shit in things oh, yeah, and she so was great. i she was very nice yeah um i did laugh when she was like <laughs> You should cut the cheese in a triangle. What's the triangle that has a right angle? And are you good at math? And people were yelling. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. The good at math. Before she asked about the triangle, she announced to the entire class and was like, okay, so who's good at math? And like all of us are sitting there going, well, fuck, we've been drinking wine. I'm not good at math. No, I'm not good at math. And then she comes out with, well, what's the triangle where it's like a square on the one corner where it's really straight? She literally said it's a right angle on one yeah, corner. The right angle on one corner. And it's like, then I looked at her and I was like, it's a 90 degree angle. It's a right, it's a right triangle. Like what? <laughs> Apparently I'm very good at math. <laughs> I'm I was just dying. I like, it was one of those things when I was sitting at the bar and I was like, I'm, excuse me, what? <laughs> I'm, did, did she, well, what? And, you said it, the name of the fucking thing and the thing that you asked about. And then it kept getting worse though, because then like, like a ton of people answered her because clearly she said it. And then she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just so not good at math. You know, there's triangles. There's so many, like there's the one that has like all the equal sides and I'm like equilateral triangle. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. What else we got? Keep throwing them out. I got this. Like, what? What else we do? Obtuse? Do we need an obtuse? Like, what? What's happening? What about acute? I yeah. Was like, do we need a cute angle? I don't like. <laughs> Please tell me because now I feel really smart. A plus B equals C. I got some Pythagorean <laughs> yeah, for you. Right. Do you need some algebra? I can do algebra. Yeah. So I'm like, all of a sudden, I was like, oh no! I said I was bad at math. Apparently, I should have said I'm. Excellent My math, at math teacher said I would. I would need this in the future, and I was like, fuck no, bitch! I will not. And then I'm sitting in check class they were like what's the triangle with the right angle you will use all of your geometry during a charcuterie class oh my god it was fantastic oh my god it was awesome because me i snapped my neck like what the fuck did she say yeah and i'm looking for your table because it was like i couldn't see shit but i'm like what <laughs> it was yeah oh my god it was such a good class <laughs> and in the meantime there's a wine tasting going on so while the teacher is talking about uh the teacher all of 23 years old oh yeah she's she like i own a company and i'm like yes you do sweetheart you sure do and she does and mm -hmm. i'm not i mean i'm 50 almost i'm in my 50th years we have I, declared I will say she has found a talent that she is good at she makes charcuterie boards she does like all the wood board cute. things. she had some paper bag mom jeans yeah. on it was she adorable. makes adorable like and she actually sells like the wood boards and stuff too does she? and does like resin in them and stuff 
nice like on her website so like her company it's legit she does great work and everything What's the else name of her company it's the cheese garden the cheese garden yes okay. uh she's out of i believe out of cincinnati or like northern cincinnati a suburb or whatever like middle town i don't know no uh, mason westchester or something there her base is nice. yeah something like that yeah so she's but she, i mean she's fantastic but yeah she's like all of 22 23 and like she's just the most adorable little thing that you want to pat her head nice mm-hmm. so i was i was drinking the wine while we were there and um i'm not a wine person you're a wine person i am i love wine i just it goes to my head like i feel warm and fuzzy and i feel regretful fuzzy. when people are like oh my god i i like i can't drink this whole bottle i've only had two glasses and i need to cork it and take it home and i'm like oh <laughs> i've had a bottle i know when i half. open it i'll drink the whole bottle <laughs> but the whole time i'm drinking it i'm like i feel sleepy and tired <laughs> oh see i can do a whole bottle and be like all right so what are we doing next let's uh what's what's happening no we that's why i'm drinking wine <laughs> when we're at that wine shop i'm like you guys carry delirium beer thank yeah. you very much i'm gonna go get an eight and a half percent but brandy's sitting there drinking a 15 percent dry ass red wine yeah, i did that sucks all the fluid out of your body i will say that when you go to that wines uh, when you go to that wine shop i um asked you to help me but i could have asked anybody no, it's and what i asked was i would like a red wine mm-hmm. that is dry not sweet but mm-hmm. not too dry but if you had to have a goal of being between dry and sweet it would be more dry than sweet but also not dry (laughs) those are my requirements and i felt bad about those requirements no you were like how about this one how about that one i was gonna say did i give you baby blue that seems like a baby blue. yeah baby blue and then something not josh Mm, bonanza uh, yeah bonanza something yeah. with a fancy well, yeah, not yeah. a fancy but like a cartoonish label yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so uh i took those home because you were also like what's your price range and i'm mm-hmm. like mm, let's stay under a hundred dollars let's stay yeah. around a hundred dollars yeah that's like, always the the question too because the i do find some of the higher end wines uh the higher end wines doesn't always necessarily mean that you're going to um enjoy them more Although I will say there are a handful of higher end wines that I drink specifically because I do not get a hangover the next day with them. That's good. It's like, oh, I'm drinking nice red wine. And it's like after I've had some, it's like usually you go down a step because you're like, "Ah, I've already had the good wine. So I'm going to go down a little bit. But also, like, if you stay in the higher end, then, like, the hangover is way less the next day. So it's like, oh, I'm going to hang out up here because (laughs) I don't feel like having a headache tomorrow morning. (laughs) Yeah. I, yeah, I was just drinking whatever she had open. So it was fine. Then the wine tasting lady was talking to me and I didn't want to talk to me. I was like, just put the wine in the glass. I don't give a fuck what the grapes are. That was gross. Give me another one. Because I'm I'm down to drink whatever you put in my glass because I paid my money. So I'm just going to, I'm not going to swill it and shoot it out whatever there's they don't give you spit spittoons no they don't give you anything spit it out in say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It's been New Year's and there was a hottie, a hottie Perry. There was a Harry Potter marathon and you were a Harry Potter girl. Yes. So it wasn't. Okay. So it wasn't a marathon per se. So they put all eight movies on HBO Max to stream, which has been fantastic because uh, the first Harry Potter film is kind of like my, I don't know if you have this, like a fall asleep movie. No. Like I don't typically like the TV on when I try and go to sleep. I need darkness and quiet and like that's how I fall asleep. I don't like the TV on because I will pay attention to it. But if the TV is on, if the first Harry Potter film is playing, I can fall asleep to it because I love the um the score, the music. Okay. I love the music and it will I can fall asleep to it. Uh, so I like having that because I can stream it and like, oh, I need to go to bed, but I'm going to throw that on and there you go. Um, but so they've had all eight movies, but then they came out with, um, it's been 20 years since the first movie got released. Really? Yeah. So they had a 20 year reunion. I feel old. Uh, it definitely makes you feel old, especially when you watch this. That means I was 30. Yeah. So they like you were a child. Oh yeah, they had all the original cast members come back. Like oh shit, you were a child. I well, I was eighteen. So yeah, I was in high school. Yeah, shit. When they started the first movie, which granted, I did not watch the movies until I was probably mm, last year of college. So I mean, it took me a good five years to get into the movies. But I the- read books one or no, wait a minute. I watched movies one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Read all the books. Yeah. Watched four and five. Yeah. I don't think I watched the rest of them. Oh, so I. What was the one with the trials where Goblet of Fire? That was book when, four. When uh, such and such died. Yeah, student. that was book four. Goblet of Fire. That's the last one I watched. Yeah. Uh, so that one was not the greatest movie. I like the book. The movie was not great. I had a hard time. We've talked about this, I think, before. What the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, here's what we haven't talked about. I bought a remarkable for the podcast. Oh, I love it. Um, quotation marks. <laughs> it's supposed to be for work, but it's like a notepad, but like reusable. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, 
go ahead. But yeah, so they uh, they did the 20 year anniversary thing and they had like a lot of the original cast members come back and everybody's chatting. And it was a two hour special of literally where anybody who's a Harry Potter fan, you're watching it and you're just crying. You know, consistently, like every 15 minutes, you break out in tears for something else. So what else. has Rupert done? So, so I know what, um, so uh, what's his name? Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe. Yeah. He became sober. Yes, he is sober because now. Because he said that he was a dick. He, uh, during the shooting of the, like during the, sh- the filming of the Harry Potter series, like growing up in that atmosphere and being like super famous and being like, you know, like I kind of get where you would kind of fall to some of the pressure and stuff. And he openly admits that there were certain scenes and things like that. He was like, I was so drunk doing that. Like, <laughs> like I was high, whatever. Um, but he is sober now. And like, honestly, like some of the stuff he's been in since Harry Potter, if you go watch some of the film, he's, he's fucking hilarious. Um, he has done some amazing shit. Yeah. One is the first thing he did after Harry Potter was ec- uh, ec- mm. The one where he was naked with the horse. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it was called. Equiline? Equa something. Yeah. Somebody yell at us and tell us. I yeah. don't fucking care. But he was naked with the horse. Yeah. Um, he was the horse, basically a horse fucker. Yeah. In the play. He's, but he was like full fucking on nudity. Uh, he has made some seriously weird choices with the characters that he's played. But, but I think it's outstanding. Oh, no. He's fantastic. And that's the thing. Everything I've seen him in since Harry Potter, he has been fantastic. And he's a fantastic actor. And I feel like he was under so much pressure during the Harry Potter series. He went through a huge like transition of like just going through all that pressure and everything and he became an alcoholic and drug addict and he like got clean and he's now sober but he always it seems like every time i've seen an interview with him he's always wanted to concentrate on acting he's always yeah. wanted to do better and and i and feel like fantastic. i don't want to label him an addict because in interviews he hasn't said that he was addicted so much mm. as he was a dick yeah and so he decided not to like yeah. his personality did not mesh with alcohol and drugs. Right. No, and which I he had access that. to. He was just an asshole yeah. when he had access to it. Yeah, he he probably wasn't addicted Whereas to them so much as they were just as fuck when we have access to right. alcohol. Yeah. Uh, he, and as we have found out also <laughs> me and gummies, thank God to yeah. you. <laughs> so he was just uh he he was doing a lot of drugs and alcohol for a while there and he was not happy with who he was as a person so he right. stopped uh, and, and yeah, that was good but it, it, the the reunion special if you're a Harry Potter fan it's very well worth watching it was very nice it was just um, it was very nostalgic and it was very going back and watching um, all of these kids that you watched grow up on film that's the thing it's like you're you're watching these kids yeah. that you, like they were 11 years old when they started and then like that was you saw a huge them. commitment oh, to yeah. make I mean eight films your parents made that commitment for you yeah and it seems like all of them had a good relationship with their parents they weren't it wasn't a macaulay culkin yeah relationship where where they were supporting their families yeah. it was that their families were supporting them in doing this right it seemed more like that i don't know that it it's, was it, it was very endearing watching like just listening to their stories of how they grew up in the industry and how they grew up on the film sets and the directors that they worked with and i felt like they were more protected than oh like, they were child stars in the 70s 80s Absolutely. and 90s and you know what there's a weird uh, there was a little bit of a a weird thing where i feel like holy shit that means in 2001 was the first film yeah 
God damn, I was a clear ass adult. Well, not 2000. Yeah, 2000, 2001. 2001. Yeah. Well, 20 years. Yeah. So 2001 was the first film. That's when I graduated high school. Fuck. I know. So, but it was very, I feel like, and okay, so this is the thing. So we're American. Um, and <laughs> we are. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, right. God damn, Brandy. Uh, <laughs> the Harry Potter films, I know when they started making them and they um, developed the entire series, the producer and especially J.K. Rowling, the writer. Um, and I know th- she's gone through some controversy and everything else, but her writing that led to this entire series was just fabulous. And she put down kind of a, a thing when they started casting for the movies and said, I only want British actors to work on this. That's good. Which was fantastic. And I think. I think that made a little bit of a difference because the actors and actresses that worked on this and especially the kids and things like that, they were kind of cocooned in this, this life where, but they were only in, they were in this studio and everything else with actors and things like that, that they grew up with in England and whatever else. And so they didn't really get too exposed to the American like yeah the american machine hollywood yeah. yeah so that's the thing i feel like uh, and i know like harry potter was huge even in america when it was coming out um and so they still like went to premieres in you know la and everything else and i feel like some of the sound studios and stuff they worked on were in la but because i feel like they were working exclusively with british actors and actresses and everything else i feel like they were kind of in this little bubble that maybe they were a little bit more protected than some of the other child actors that work in Hollywood because they were in this little exclusive bubble that like kind of protected them. Right. So, I mean, what just in a sentence or two, what was your love affair, your relationship? How did you relate to Harry Potter? Because I'm just going to throw this out there. I was an adult when I read the books, but I realized that like the, I'll say this. You were not the target audience. No, I was not. I was not the target audience. <laughs> the target audience started from about 11 years old. Yeah. And it grew with the audience that was originally targeted. So it was like a 100-page book, a 200-page book, a 250-page book. And then it went up. It grew with the age group that yeah. it was intended to be with. And we were adults. You were barely an adult. Um, we were adults that were introduced to it. And we read it. And... We were fascinated by it. I'm not okay with the movies only because I love the books more. Oh, yeah. But what was it for you that connected? I think... I think overall the thing about Harry Potter and I think the thing that people most connect with and especially me and like anybody else that I think uh, looks at it is there's family dynamics in it that kind of run the gamut of who you are. You've got the Weasleys who are this loving family. They have sons and daughters and a loving pair of parents. You have Harry Potter who is taken in by his aunt and uncle who are terrible human beings. He is treated horribly. You have the Malfoys who the parents are clearly evil and and it is this child who doesn't know any better because he is being raised by these people who are clearly awful and he turns into a bully because of that. But later in the movies, he also has a little bit of a redemption cycle where it's like you can see him changing and trying to rebel against that because he was raised one way, but he also starts seeing the world for how it is and he doesn't know if he should be following this path or that path. So I think what happens in Harry Potter is the reason it appeals to so many people in so many different paths is because there is always something there that you can relate to no matter where you grew up or how you grew up or who you grew up with. 
Sorry. There is something the there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It just belching. No, you're mic. fine. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm fascinated by that because I didn't have, I wasn't as young as you when I came into it. So it didn't resonate with me yeah. the way that probably resonated with you. It was very charming. Yeah. To me, it felt inclusive. Got it gave you a place to belong. At some point, oh, though. it got horribly dark. And that's the thing, though. I feel like that's what but made it, it more realistic. But it became age appropriately yes. dark based on who the target audience was. Yeah, and that's the thing. I feel like you know it might seem childish when you first start watching it, and then as you watch it throughout, no matter what age you are, I feel like there's a point at which the series speaks to you, and it becomes age appropriate for you, no matter what age you are. Right. And I feel like it grows with you. And so it's, it doesn't matter if you're you super young or super old. And I feel like that's why it's probably going to stand the test of time and kind of grow with people and go through the generations and people will still be able to like, you know, share my, it with their children, share it with the children, their grandchildren, whatever else, because I feel like no matter what age you are, there's going to be something you can find value in it and, and, and feel included. And that's the thing, because like you get into the later movies and like, all right, so book five movie five they introduce luna lovegood and she is all right for all intents and purposes she's fucking cray cray right right like most people think she is but she has so many scenes with harry and stuff that are so endearing and she is just a lovely human being it's like you know what some people are different but that doesn't devalue them this is true i um I didn't, I mean, again, I didn't have the emotional response to it because I think I was outside, I was way outside of your demographic. I was outside of the childhood demographic. My niece was, my oldest niece was old enough to be like, uh, like movie three. She was out. She was like, Aragon, (laughs) done. Yeah. (laughs) But you know what? Aragon came up last night and I was like, that fucking seems familiar. (laughs) Two nights ago. Uh, That seems familiar, but I'm not fucking sure what it is we were playing code names and Wait, then aragon's from lord of the rings no not aragon uh what the fuck is the spider's name oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh frack what's his name it's something like aragon yeah something like that yeah. so the fucking spider's name came the up spider oh, I, I was terrified of the spider yeah she was too and then she was like spider scary harry potter scary and then yeah. she was out yeah um but i think she would have been fine with it eventually I'm going to have shoulder surgery on the 20th of January. We yeah. will try not to let that interfere with our schedule. There might be a Vicodin episode. Uh, yeah. So Mindy might be on drugs instead of alcohol a couple of weeks. <laughs> Mindy was on drugs when she got the MRI to determine that she needed surgery. So I um, had a, I had a consultation I fucked up my shoulder in 2018. Um, not on purpose. I fell down. I fell down what boom. Um, back in 2018, I uh, fell down like Superman, psh, both arms up. Oh. I dislocated my left shoulder and fractured it. Uh, my right shoulder, nobody paid attention to me telling them that like it also hurts. And I just let it go because my left shoulder hurt much worse. Let's just give it that. <laughs> 2019, I did uh, physical therapy. Um, then I'm really good at just ignoring shit. Yeah, yeah, that makes so sense. So I was like, I got discharged from physical therapy. They were like, we, we're not making it better. And I was like, great. I'm good okay. with that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'll live with it. Uh, you and I started throwing steel darts in the summer yeah. of 2021. 
Uh, that sounds right. And I think sometime in the fall, it was like, my arm hurts <laughs> like fuck. I can't keep doing this. Um, and so, but we kept throwing and I was like, also my arm hurts like fuck. Not just my arm, my shoulder. Yeah. Um, so I am getting rotator cuff surgery because we have just found out for me in MRI that I have a full thickness tear of yeah. my supraspinatus tendon at the foot imprint or That's foot super attachment. Um, it just means that like someplace in my shoulder, there's a muscle that attaches with the ligament or tendon a tendon that um, has ripped completely away Um, the fun part about that was that I did an MRI and I called my doctor in a panic because I forgot how much I hate MRIs and I was like can I have a Valium and they were like, we will ask her, but we're not sure. It's 4.20 in the afternoon. Oh, gosh. And you have an MRI at 8 a.m. <laughs> we're not sure we're going to get you that uh, Valium. Yeah. So I called a friend. Uh-huh. Wink, wink, nod, nod. <laughs> I called a friend who has a friend who deals in legal uh, medical weed. Uh, in Ohio, you can only get edibles. So I got um, half a cookie and a few gummies which oddly enough were were the brand was mindy's <laughs> m-i-n-d-y apostrophe s uh, so i was like kismet they were meant for you <laughs> they were meant for me so uh the next morning i went to my mri with a uh having eaten half of the half of a cookie so quarter of a cookie and a five milligram gummy and when it hadn't kicked in after an hour, I ate another gummy. <laughs> and then in the 10 minutes it took me to drive, I didn't drive. In the 10 minutes it took me to be driven to the MRI, yeah. it was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't follow any instructions whatsoever, but I laid down on the table. They put me in this fucking arm thing. And uh, I was high as fuck and falling asleep. And they kept waking me up when they were giving me instructions like, breathe. A deep breath in, breathe out. I was like, this fucking sucks. Why are you talking Why can't to me? I just breathe normal. I just want to. And uh, here's the thing when you're high in an MRI, you still have to manage your anxiety. Oh, yeah, no, that's not okay. I didn't expect that to happen. Yeah. But the anxiety that I had to manage was like, you can still breathe. <laughs> because my brain i was like oh my god i can't take a breath i can't breathe at all and then in my and then in my conscience i was like take a breath you can still breathe your it's breathing fine. is fine you can yeah, fucking breathe it's good. it's good and then part of me would vibe with the machine that was running and mm, mm, mm. so i was having a good time for half of it and the other half of the time i was just trying to make myself breathe so i appreciate <laughs> <laughs> my friend um air quotes that had uh mindy's gummies mm, yeah. that weren't named after me but fucking worked great for me <laughs> as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> so we are going to try and not fuck up our schedule. My goal for 2020 mm -hmm. is that we do not. There should be 26 episodes. There, yes, that is. All right. So this is our 20th episode. Um, and clearly we started this at the beginning of last year. Or so and uh, I will say I take full credit for this. Uh, the only reason we've had only tw 20, we only had 19 last year is because, you know, every once in a while I took way too long to edit episodes. <laughs> I'm going to get better at that. That's my goal for 2022. I'm going to so get better at editing. <laughs> <laughs> so I have two more things. I just want to cover two more things before we end. Number mm -hmm. one, my remarkable pad won't go to the last page. Number uh -huh. one on CNN's New Year's Eve coverage. I didn't see this, so I have to hear this because I'm super intrigued. <laughs> there was apparently, I don't know who the fuck did it, but I feel like he's the hero we need, not the hero we deserve. I'm going to guess it's an intern. <laughs> he was putting up <laughs> tweets that were from Anita Dump. <laughs> oh my God. Ben Dover. Ben <laughs> Dover. All right. So uh, from my news background, the only thing I can say is either they had an intern running this shit and that was like, this is fucking funny as shit. I'm going to let this go. Or they had an automated system that could not tell the difference between legitimate right. okay, or not. So let's go, let's go back to the beginning. <laughs> and the story I read is that all of the tweets came from, there's like a numeric end uh, to this, um, uh, username but all of the accounts lead back to the same uh, originator account meaning that they all had the same email yeah. origination from an account called Mike X Long <laughs> or Mike Cox Long um, so like that's the account that had all of these accounts yes yeah, so um, the same so he established his account sometime in November and then in December he established Anita Dump Ben Dover Dixie, Normus, Harry, Cox, <laughs> Hugh, Jass, and Seymour Butts. And they were all sending tweets into CNN. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, like, did he hack into the system and just make sure his tweets are I don't know. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. I was reading the story and I was like, I don't fucking hear how it happened. No. It was goddamn hilarious. That's fantastic. So he did that. I mean, um, I feel like that's what everybody needed on New Year's. <laughs> yeah, I, I read the story and I was like, I'm really sorry I wasn't watching this yeah. live. Um, the other thing that I really, that we really need to talk about is that, um, we consider ourselves a comedy. Yeah. Um, we, we think we're funny. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, cause there's not a charming, no. uh, 
uh, genre. So we we either fall into the comedy or the mature plus, which I mean, I also don't want. I feel like we sound like porn stars when we put ourselves right. Um, hey, you porn stash uh, podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about our followers because uh, I just want to. Anyway, um, nope, that is not the followers. That is anyway. So uh, the other thing that we need to talk about because we need to be timely is, um, God damn you, Betty White. God, I love Betty White. I do too. All right. My favorite, my favorite fact of all time about Betty White, and it's not valid anymore because she passed away, but it was that she was older than sliced bread. Yes. She was older than sliced bread. I mean, how many people can say that? That's fucking hilarious. (laughs) I am. So... What is your favorite memory of Betty White? Because you're quite younger than I am. And I I have so many other references to Betty White. So, all right. So I knew Betty White mostly from the Golden Girls. And I... (laughs) Okay, so when I watched the Golden Girls, like, Betty White to me was always, like, this ridiculously, like, naive, whatever. Which was her character, and she played it very well. But when you don't know her from anything else, it's kind of like she was kind of annoying and it was like, oh my God, she doesn't know anything. And this is just like, oh my God, like get a clue. Um, I will say this. Let me interrupt you. My dad used to say when I watched, when we would watch Third Company together. Yeah. Three's Company. Not Third Company. Fucking 8.8% beer. Yeah. Fuck you. (laughs) Um, We would watch three's company together my dad would say about chrissy uh chrissy yeah because she was dumb as shit what's her name uh something summer oh uh, uh yeah anyway that summer chick yeah um when he would say playing dumb is way harder than playing smart oh yeah so that's how I you gotta about, make it believable that's how i felt about rose well that's the thing and i feel like when i was younger that was my cheers first introduction. to rose cheers to rose that was my first introduction of her and so I always was annoyed with her. But then <coughs> later on, because, you know, you get older and you actually know things then, uh, you find out that playing dumb is harder than it is playing intelligent. And you find out what an intelligent human being she is. Oh, she's so goddamn snappy. Oh, and she's so fucking on witty. It. And then on you it. find out things that she did late, like later, in, earlier in life, later in life, whatever else. And then she does shit with like Ryan Reynolds and stuff. And like, there was a was nine year so ongoing, not nine years. There was way more than nine years. Yeah. The ongoing. Yeah. Uh, fucking relationship with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, she was, she was the epitome of who I feel like I would want to be when I'm that old. Yeah. I like, want to be that old lady. You want to be that old lady. You want to be that lady who's like in her fucking nineties. Like, you know, doesn't take any shit. You know exactly who you are. You're witty as crap. You have on, like on it comebacks. Like you're just like, you're, you're, you're there. Right. You're in the moment and you're there and you're fucking funny. So I sent Brandy a video, uh, a link. Just go look up. Hot in Cleveland, Betty uh, bloopers. And it's fantastic. She was amazing. So I, uh, of course, knew her from um, Golden Girls, but I was a B. Arthur fan more than a Betty fan. I, it didn't matter. I just, it, the show was the whole thing. Yeah. Because um, the show had some groundbreaking shit in it. But 
Hot in Cleveland, she was just a dirty old lady and oh, yeah. I loved it. Oh, and it was she was like, my favorite. Uh, it starts with the video starts with like, I made this uh, account when I was done with a bender. And so my account is bender over. <laughs> I made it when my bender was over. So my so account's bender, bender over. over. <laughs> and I loved it. So we, uh, in all honesty, um, God Seriously, damn. just go look up Betty White anything. Just Betty go White. celebrate Betty White for who she is and who she was. And just she's just a delightful human being. And uh, she had all these articles. And I was so excited because she was going to celebrate her 100th birthday on January 17th. And uh, the little wine shop that we talked about earlier around right. the corner was going to have a huge like birthday celebration. I hope they still do. Uh, they're still going to have a celebration, but now it is a celebration of life instead of a birthday celebration. But she contributed her long life and health to drinking and eating hot dogs. So celebrate Betty. So they're going to have chili dogs and they're going to have freaking like martinis and stuff. So like, on Betty's you know, birthday, celebrate Betty and some hot dogs. That's right. Realize that this January seventeenth. No, it'll be out before that. Yeah, January 17th. But we realize this episode is going long, but it's not just oh. Betty. No. 2021 oh, has yeah. ended. Killed us. So 2021, going backwards, just go oh. and look up some notable things. But I wrote down some we notable people. We lost so many greats. Let me know if you have any emotional ties to any of these people. But we lost Betty White. And this is going backwards. I feel like this is our in memorandum. 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 This is know. the memorandum. Memorandum. That's memo. Yep. Um, this is the memorandum. <laughs> memorium. All right. Uh, I'm going to play some soft music under this and we'll do that. (laughs) I just made her choke. (coughs) Oh, you just snorted beer, didn't you? Oh, I'm sorry. That was my bad. God damn it, Brandon. I'm sorry. I just literally <laughs> coughed beer down the sleeve of my sweatshirt. I know. I saw it. I saw it come out. You had beer out your nose. <laughs> Fucking hell. All right. All right. Anyway. I feel free. Uh, so from oldest to newest. And there were like a hundred and something celebrities. Yeah. We know that. Let's say this at the top of the thing. We know that some of you have lost loved ones that don't get published in the news. Yeah. And for 2021, we want to offer a cheers to loved ones that you may have lost. COVID has happened. Age has happened. Life has fucking happened. So to the loved ones that you have lost in 2021, we love you and we support you. And we are so sorry for your losses. And we hope that you are celebrating them and lifting them up in prayer. Um, You know, I I don't believe in shit, but I still think that you should give good. (laughs) This sounds so bad. I don't believe in religion, but I do believe in an afterlife. And I do believe in a plane that people exist in. And I think that you should lift them up in that. When it comes to significant celebrity deaths, uh, let's rock this. Um, Betty White. John Madden. EA Sports will never be the same. No. Um, Desmond Tutu. Probably the most significant name in this list because <laughs> the last of these are fucking celebrities. Yeah. Uh, uh, Anne Rice. 
loved your books. Michael Nesmith from The Monkees. Al Unser Sr. from Racing. Um, Bob Dole, because Bob Dole wants you to know that Bob Dole died. A Bob Dole fucking hero. <laughs> uh, Stephen Sondheim. We haven't talked about this, but I am a West Story, a West Side, uh, God, West Side, West Side Story, Story fan. Fan. When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way from the last cigarette to your last <laughs> dying day. Uh, I will go out into my backyard and annoy my fucking backyard neighbor because she hates us. And I will play fucking West Side Story show <laughs> tunes and sing to them. Fuck you, uh, because I have Alexa. It's fair. Um, Dean Stockwell from Quantum Leap. He was Al. Oh, I love him. Know. Peter Scolari from Bosom Buddies. He was Tom Hanks, Bosom Buddies. Um, he was on Newhart. He was Julia's beau from Newhart. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. um, if you watched Evil, the show Evil, he was one of the priests in Evil. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Colin, Powell, Colin mm-hmm. Powell. Melvin Van Peebles. If you don't know who Melvin Van Peebles are, he uh, is, uh, was. He... Uh, directed a lot of movies that ended up shifting the 70s and 80s movies for an, a movement called Black Exploitation, uh, B-L-A-X exploitation. Um, his son is Mario Van Peebles, who is fucking hot, hmm. but the, nice. uh, genetics alone shouldn't be his memory. Um, Mario Van Pe- uh, Melvin Van Peebles was uh, very well known. Willie Garson. He was Stanford Blatch on Sex and the City. Not Sex in the City, but Sex and oh, the City. Yeah. He was Carrie's friend, Carrie's yeah. gay friend. Covered in fucking beer. Friend fucking snotting it Sorry, up. I made you spit that out. Norm MacDonald. Yeah. He did SNL news. He was also just fucking crazy. He was crazy. I will say I didn't appreciate his women on trampoline, whatever the fuck that show was. But SNL, he was fucking hilarious. Um, There was Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer, who, if you don't know him, he was in Baked. He was uh, a goat boy on yeah. SNL. Mm-hmm. Jim Brewer looks stoned. All the that's time. Just Even his, if he wasn't stoned. That's just what his face looks yeah. like. Um, and Jim Brewer said that his first year, he did this whole thing. And they asked him about uh, he uh, about being on SNL. And he said, I didn't know about SNL. I just joined it for the fuck of it. Uh, basically, I'm... Uh, paraphrasing and then norm mcdonald answered a question during the same like pre-season uh press thing and the press couldn't use it because it was so fucking dirty and out there and he was like why did you do that norm was like because i don't fucking want them to use any quotes from me they don't deserve shit from me uh so norm mcdonald was goddamn amazing uh, Michael K. Williams, who was Omar on The Wire. He was also in Lovecraft County and Boardwalk Empire. Willard Scott did not turn 100 or higher than 100. Bless his heart. Ed Asner, no 
loved it. Yeah, he was in fucking everything. Yeah. Biz Marquis, you, you got what I need. Cause you say he's just a friend. You say he's just a friend. Uh, that defined my nineties. Nice. Um, DMX. DMX. I didn't know about DMX died this year. I did not know that. Yeah. Oh my God. All you bitches in the prison. Oh, what the hell was that song? Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. DMX died this year. So Prince Philip, we lost Prince Philip, though, which means the queen's not far behind. Well, and here's the thing. Uh, I'm a huge royal family fan. And I know <gasps> you too. I am. High five. Yes. Love the royal family. Okay, here's the thing. I know the monarchy, like a lot of people hate the monarchy and everything else. And they're just a figurehead and whatever else. But they are just a figurehead at this point. But they pay their own shit. Well, not only do they pay their own shit, but honestly, like... The land that they owned, they then sold back and now they're just getting taxes off of. And so like there's a whole legal thing there where it's like if you get rid of the monarchy, I feel like a lot of people that want to get rid of the monarchy don't really understand the um, the taxes and the, and the land ownership and the implications of what it would be if they got rid of because like they own a lot of shit. Right. <laughs> like they own a lot of shit. <laughs> That's why it was a big deal for <laughs> yeah. Harry and um, Meghan, Meghan to, to walk leave. away. Yeah. But... Um, all hail Megan and Harry because fuck yeah I'm all for them see I'm honestly not really uh, here's my thing if they want to walk away fine I'm fine with that but don't drag everybody in the dirt when you walk away and I did not appreciate that uh, we will cover that in yep. a future later thing. I yep. should write that down here's um, my thing I I I uh, like I understand the royal family and I understand that there's certain things and honestly if they were super mean to Megan and like did racist things like she's saying they did like fuck them like that's awful like that should not happen however also there are certain things that come with being part of the royal family oh, shit, that was on and her, race. her admitting and saying well I never looked him up and didn't know what I was supposed to do when I met the queen I'm sorry if you're going to meet the queen for the first time you look up what the fuck you're supposed to do right I'm sorry you you look that shit up and you right. know that shit you should so and so her supposedly was fine with the queen right but my thing is is when she came out and she was like well I was so naive I didn't even know what I was supposed to do when I met the queen I'm sorry fuck you but that's Harry's fault well no it's no a, it's on Harry it's a little on Harry but also I'm sorry as a female if you're gonna date a prince you look that shit up but if you're a prince and you're bringing in a non-royal or a non-anything, but that's you how he get grew her up. the council. But that's you he, get her the council. He grew up like that, and he knows what all that shit Girl, is. Girl, this is Michigan, and I fucking hate you well, for Michigan. I mean, here's the thing: I've been a Michigan fan since I was five, and I can't help that shit. But I also went to Ohio State, and I graduated from there, so I have a degree from there. So you know, I'm gonna end this on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, we're gonna. We're it's gonna, my we're podcast. Gonna, we're gonna I get to end it on whatever I. We're gonna want. address this shit later, so y'all are gonna have to wait. <laughs> Beverly Cleary. Oh, she also died. Ramona Quimby. Oh, that's cute. Made like a cat, little ears on top. It was. It was a cue with a tail. Yeah. And ears on top. Yeah. Ramona Quimby. I loved Ramona Quimby and super, I think she was super fudge, wasn't she? Because super fudge was Ramona Quimby's brother. Dude, that is beyond my okay, recollection we'll look that right up. now. We'll yeah. look that up. Anyway, <laughs> uh, she oh, yeah. also passed away this year, earlier Aww. this year. 
Um, I will say this. It wasn't 2016. Prince dying in 2016 was uh, the worst thing that ever happened to me. Mindy's pr- Prince is my Alan Rickman who died in 2016. And that was my like horribleness. Alan Rickman was seriously. I tell you what. Okay. The most parts that I cried in the Harry Potter reunion special was when they kept bringing up Alan Rickman. Did they really? Well, yeah, they had to bring him up. They brought up a lot of people I mean, that he died. Was Snipe, but there Snipe, were, Snipe. Snape. Snape. There was there was a handful of actors that were predominantly in Harry Potter that they brought up in the 20 year reunion who have passed away over the past five years. And oh my God, there were some of them, like some of them I knew about and some of them I did not. And it was very shocking. And it was like, oh my God, that person passed away. I can't believe they're dead. Fuck Dolores though. Oh no, fuck Dolores. Like I like I know that she's an actress and I know that like she's a real person in, in life and whatever else, but like I don't ever want to run into that person ever in my life because mm-hmm. I swear to God, like that person was worse than Baltimore. Do you know who the next <laughs> national treasure is, but not our national treasure, but who? our adopted national treasure? Who who? Maggie. <gasps> oh, Maggie Smith. Smith. Oh my God. Okay, I just finished Downton Abbey, the series. Okay. I oh, go watch the movie. I didn't watch I didn't watch series. I didn't watch six in the movie. Oh, so don't go but, watch it. But yes. But let's cover that. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking make Maggie it. Smith I'm gonna, is a um, fucking treasure Downton and she is fantastic. Abbey. Yeah. No. Downton um, Abbey. I just finished the series. Because we need to talk about that because fuck Mary. Mm-hmm. I fucking okay. hate Mary. Yes and no. I hate Mary, but I also don't. No, I hate Mary. Okay, so yeah. she was fucking evil. To, okay. Oh, well, to, um, oh no, her sister. Table yes. it. She yeah. was. Well, she ta- was evil yeah. to her sister. We'll table the this entire goddamn time. Yeah. Her and her sister. Honestly, her sister though was evil to her the first season with the. But the the, 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 yeah. the sister that lived. Yeah. Not not the one no, that not, died. Not the Sybil. one that lived. No. Not Sybil, but the but other they're one. evil to each other. But Mary is just a dick. Oh, no. Mary is just a dick to her. And I totally agree. No, I mean, Mary's a dick to a lot of people. All right. You got to go watch the sixth season and then we'll talk about this. Okay. All right. So um, we are in the end. Yes. Um, oh, my God. Um, I'm going to miss my family call. Um, <laughs> shit. So we have had a lot of um, support from our podcast family. And here's where we are with our podcast family. Um, (laughs) We know voluntary input has been a huge. They're uh, fantastic. They're fantastic. I found it. I love Leo. Um, Leo has been a huge support with a uh, with our podcast family. Yes. But Um, in the past few months, we have also had a lot of followers and we appreciate you. Scottish Murders, Ratchet Book Club, Drunk Theory. Fucking listen to Drunk Theory because they're hilarious. Um, I listened to them about the shit about space and Mm. the the moon landing and the fucking moon landing happened. But like they come up with some reasons why it might not have happened. (laughs) Um, Porn stash. I want to say that's a guilty goddamn thing, but uh, Porn yeah. Stash Podcast is totally my wheelhouse. Um, follow some Big Nick because I like some Big Nick. Dear Bastard. 
Oh, that's fun. Dear Bastard is one of the most unique podcasts I've ever had. It is done entirely in emails. So Mm -hmm. it's a fictional story done entirely in emails. Nice. And it's British. Oh, I love anything British. Uh, Scottish murders. I think we've talked about that before. Just like how they say murders. Yeah. I think they are fantastic. And then we have recently accumulated... My bad. We are looking at the list of friends that we. <laughs> All right. So check out our Twitter feed because anybody who's following us is fantastic and you need to go follow them back. Um, also, if you're on our Twitter feed, you need to go to our Twitter feed or our Instagram at DBBL underscore podcast. If you want to go find us on Facebook or YouTube, it's DBBL space podcast, or you can go to our website at DBBL podcast.com, or you can reach us at email at DBBL podcast at gmail.com. Um, we are so looking forward to hearing from you. We always love good feedback. Um, so please let us know how we're doing. If you want to hear anything about it, like us, or if you want to hear any stories or if there's any topics or anything you want us to talk about please let us know yes absolutely and we have toyed with the idea of sending out more than just like release emails from the what uh just more than release emails do you want a blog do you want something about what we're doing something we're drinking when it just happens during the week let us know um because we drink we do just don't drink a lot on air other I mean, than what we're fucking we, drinking we drink some things so if you want uh, recommendations or things like that let us know and we will send out recommendation emails and things like that um, also uh, we are I was going somewhere with that where was I going? <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal. I am having, I am, today is the, what the fuck is today? It's the second. Today is the second. Uh-huh. You are leaving on the third, the, I'm the leaving, fourth, I, So I'm leaving on the fifth to go. Um, so I'm leaving on the fifth to start my travels. Um, and then I will be going to Columbus, Ohio, and then I will be going to Miami, Florida. And then on the ninth, I am boarding a cruise ship and I'm going on a week long cruise and I will be getting back the 15th of January. We're going on a Western Caribbean cruise and we might be sequestered on our room the entire time. And if we are, that's fine with me. We have a balcony with some ocean, so I'm good with that. So we may record on the yeah. 16th. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. We'll see what happens. Uh, we will. Uh, so here's the deal. We may record on the 16th. I have shoulder surgery on the 20th. This is all very bad for our January. Oh, yeah. And then um, we will see what happens. So we will let you know. I'll keep you up to date on Twitter because Twitter happens way more often than fucking Instagram Absolutely. and Facebook. But we will let you know. We appreciate you all and we are here for you so follow us on our things and cheers cheers check 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 Um, check check. oh i did buy shipping boxes Ooh, i bought tape like the nice uh amazon string tape yeah we're gonna ship some stuff to some people she's geometry right triangles what do you call the triangles the color oh my god me up uh, playing with prosciutto. Disgusting.
disgusting. <laughs> All right, the prosciutto thing was horrible. Uh, the right angle thing annoyed the shit out of me because she was like, who's good at math? And I'm like, I mean, I'm not great at math. And then she asked the right angle thing. And I was like, okay, apparently I'm very good at math. <laughs> very good at math. Right angle's 90 degrees. That's like straight up, straight across. Like that's that's the easiest math I know. And I have to sleep at a 45, 45 degree <laughs> angle right now. So yeah. I'm, I'm all there. I mean, I'm, I'm in an obtuse. I guess uh, I know angles. And then she was like, well, there's the one that has all the, and I was like, equilateral, the equilateral triangle that has all the same. Yep. That's an equilateral triangle. Damn. <laughs> um, <laughs> drunk wine ladies. I was having a good time. I, oh. uh, I don't hang out at the wine shop, so I don't get to see a lot of drunk ladies. Oh, uh, drunk wine ladies are either hilarious or annoying. I feel like that's the only two, like you get one or the other. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.